Hi there, welcome to this Disney podcast. Uh, once again, my name is Jose. Thank you so much uh, for uh, supporting me and uh, this channel. Um, thank you for uh, for listening to my <laughs> transformational Disney rants. But uh, you know, there's a purpose to this, and hopefully, you learn something and you gain some insight um, uh, from my experience and and moving forward in your own life. So uh, today we're going to talk about something that I personally struggle with quite a bit, and I'm sure that if I struggle with it, uh, possibly many of you do as well. Um, so we're going to talk about specifically, this was uh, brought forward a lot in The Lion King um, with Simba and uh, Scar, specifically with Scar and of course the, uh, the passing of Mufasa in, uh, towards the beginning of the film. So... Um, in the storyline of um, the Lion King, um, you know Simba is being brought up by his his father. He's still a young cub, and um, you know as as his father is teaching him to be um, uh, a king of integrity and value. Um, you know his brother Scar, the Mufasa's uh, brother and Simba's uncle is uh, really envious of the fact that um, that Simba's being groomed as the next king. And uh, he, Scar feels that the throne should, you know, rightfully be his. So he's very vindictive. Um, and uh, he sets out this plan, this plot, with um, the, a few of the hyenas to uh, murder. And... Um, get uh, Mufasa out of the way and uh, also the plan was to also kill um, Simba but uh, Simba ultimately survives but when he parts ways with um, Scar after uh, Mufasa passes um, you know he's Scar makes it out to be that it's Simba's fault and uh, uh, and then he was supposed to have been killed by the uh, hyenas, but turns out that uh, Simba survives. Then he, you know, creates this um, incredible friendship with <laughs> uh, Timon and Pumbaa. But he's riddled with guilt uh, throughout the rest of his, um, well, his his youthful life into his teens before you know um, into adulthood when he ultimately finds out the truth. But uh, I know this is going to an extreme. The story does um, really touch upon guilt uh, from a very, very profound um, level. Uh, you know, the death of uh, of a parent that he feels guilty that he's responsible. In the film, that is pretty extreme. Um, you know, if we, you know, compare it to our own lives, I, um, normally when we experience guilt, it's not to that level where we feel that we're responsible for someone passing, although that that may be the reality of some people, but uh, that's not really, um, we're not really going to go that profound, but I'm just, just on the surface. I mean, guilt is guilt, and the way that we feel, um, it, it's it, it feels bad. I mean, even though we, we may say in a social setting, if we feel that we said the wrong thing, I mean, we're riddled with guilt if we... Um, act a certain way or um, 
is something very, in all honesty, that's very simple can riddle us with guilt. I know that I feel guilty about, you know, things that I've done over 15 years ago, 10 years ago. I still feel guilty about it and feel bad and beat myself up about it. Um, And uh, it still comes back. It still haunts me. So um, having said that, uh, you know, it's it's that kind of guilt that we're talking about in this in the in the context of this podcast. But I'm sure that if it gets down to profoundness, then, you know, you could possibly apply some some of the things that I'm going to talk about. Um, But uh, and, you know, if it gets to an extreme, you know, then there are there is uh, external and professional help that you can seek because it can it can really affect us that way. And let's be brutally honest. Um, you know, I saw this uh, social media post on TikTok, which is, um, which kind of touches upon this a little bit. Um, yeah, there was these two, um, two people interacting and talking with each other and um, it talks about mental health. And, uh, you know, one of them, the... One of the the guys says, "Well, you know, I'm I'm feeling down. I'm feeling um, I'm not feeling really great. He's kind of depressed, but he doesn't want to seek help." And the other person, you know, kind of counteracts and says, "Well, you mean to tell me that if you if your pipe is broken, you don't call a plumber, or if your car breaks down, you don't take it to a mechanic?" So you're you know using your logic. You know, if you feel mentally not there or broken why don't you seek professional help to, you know, to, to remedy this situation? And it's true, you know, this is, ends up being an ad about an, uh, uh, an app, I think about, um, so, um, about self-improvement or something along those lines, uh, mental health, but he, he's, the, the message of that, um, that post was so, so true. I mean, if we feel broken, um, we normally really don't don't go to the extreme to seek you know counseling or talk to somebody professional because we feel we can handle it ourselves and by doing so then we feel like garbage 10 15 years later like i do so but um you know i digress but the thing is that well there there is there is um an, uh, a way we can view it and potentially just get over it um you know, but but there is there is a path out. There is, there is a way to overcome this, um, and uh, and I'm just going to share my experience. You know, with the way that I feel, that I have um, been able to, um, you know, move forward with guilt, and and this is like I said, this is, it's kind of something that I, I even though I I do apply these methods, it still does come back to haunt me every now and then. But that that's okay. That's okay. You know, it happens. I'm human. Yeah, that's part of the human condition. <laughs> it, it, it is what it is. Okay, so looking at the um, the meaning. I like looking at the meanings because it's very insightful. The meaning of guilt is a feeling of having done wrong or failed in an obligation. Well, it's, you know, it seems like you've done something wrong or you feel that, that that's, that, that, that I think that's very insightful. Like I said, you know, when you look at the meaning. It's a feeling, okay? And a, a feeling is very abstract. It's not concrete. It's not something that is, you know, black and white. It's not right or it's not wrong. It's something that we feel, okay? Um, as an example, you know, we don't, if we turn on 
the light. It's either on or it's off. And we can even flip the switch and sometimes it may not work. But having, you know, going to the analogy of the light, it's, it's something that we can actually see. You know, and we, we, when we interact with the switch, it's something that we feel. It's something tangible. It's something physical. Um, so there is something that happens. Now, when we feel something um, based on in something that we've done or we feel we've done, because sometimes it's not even reality, um, then we react with guilt. I mean, it's something that we could either, that either comes with, um, uh, as a natural reaction, or it could come as somebody bringing it up. It's like, hey, dude, why, why did you say that? Because it made me, it made, and you're like totally oblivious to the fact that you may have done s- something perceptually incorrect or out of place where it makes someone else, you know, quote unquote, then again feel bad, and then you feel, you know, quote unquote, guilty that that it's a feeling. So. Is something that I've learned with any event, and I, I mentioned this in previous podcasts, that every event we have to um, look at it as something as neutral. Okay, so whatever the case may be, um, you know, something very common is you may have said something that's that's out of place where we feel that it's um, it's just not right. And then the moment is passed, it's guilt. Then we feel guilty having said that because it may we feel that it may now here's the thing it may potentially have offended somebody um and it could be something that you and i'm not not going to the extreme like saying something completely that would be really inappropriate um you know like uh being um, really offensive to somebody like overtly insulting or degrading them or no no no, i'm just something i'm just talking about something innocent that you feel that is not that big of a deal um, and then it comes to light that it may have potentially, um, it may have made somebody feel bad. As an example of something that I'm, I just, uh, experienced not too long ago. Um, there's this, uh, within my own social circle, there's a person that's, um, you know, recently separated from their, their spouse and it's, it's still kind of fresh. And then, um, you know, I, I made a reference to um, a happy marriage or something along those lines or a very happy relationship. It's very innocent. However, because of my tone and the way that I said it, um, it may have made that person feel uncomfortable because of the situation that they're going through, which is understandable. And I didn't say it to offend it and it wasn't in any way in, with any malice intent. And the person knows that. But because of the fact that I just happened to express um, the happiness of, a, of my context of a, of a happy relationship, that person, you know, felt, um, you know, a little bad. And that made me feel guilty for having said something like that. That That's kind of the comments that I'm referring to, something that's really not out of place, uh, potentially and innocently. But, you know, it's sad and then somebody may feel bad and then you feel guilty. So the event within itself, as I said, is not bad. It's not good. It's a neutral event. Um, when, we, when, when we really accept that these events are neutral, they're neither good nor they're bad. They just are. 
then we come to realize that it's it's whatever we put on that event as a value that gives it its goodness or its badness and that's the way that we react based on how we assess that event to be so going back to the example you know i used i made some comments about uh, a happy relationship that you know that wasn't it wasn't as uh, you know it wouldn't you couldn't really commonly say that that's a bad thing and i didn't say with any malice intent it was just part of the conversation you know you get caught up in the conversation she happened to be there and it wasn't insensitive and the person that's going through that she she knew that it wasn't any malice intent and it was just you know a conversation that that's where the the conversation left and that's just a comment that i made but having known that she's going through this difficult moment in her life um and she's still trying to process then i felt guilty uh about that now it's not a bad thing that i feel guilty it, it, it's it's not a good thing either but it's because i know that she's going through this challenging situation in her life i feel bad i i put the value that it's a bad thing i put that value in my mind in my heart in 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 me within me i'm the one that that perceived it to be that way and i'm the one that's putting that value so i'm reacting to that as as guilt so I feel bad for that. And because of that, I would tend to potentially be hard on myself and say, why, why would, why am I doing this? Why did I say this? I, I can't believe I said this. And that is, you know, that, that can, that can go into a potential rabbit hole. And I am the type of personality that's an overthinker. You see this on TikTok all the time. Overthinkers are like this way and that way. I mean, you could say hamburger and I could overthink that till the, you know, till the dogs come home. I, I really am that type of person. I overthink things. And, and in all honesty, that's probably why, you know, I'm, I could come up with so much stuff in these podcasts because I overthink things. And, um, I come up with um, all this anal this analysis about why and how these things happen, and I try to really understand it. So, when it comes to guilt, you know, all this happens with within an instant, and that's the the, the incredible thing about the human mind. Everything that I described will, will happen in a microsecond. It will happen in an instant. We we do something and we immediately catch ourselves and it's like, oh my God, why did I even do that? And um, it's, it's something where we just riddle ourselves with guilt. And then you compound that by, oh my God, how are people going to perceive that? Oh, then we add this additional value to that so on top of the fact that we put a value on the event which is neither good nor bad it is just it just is it's completely neutral now we're putting the weight of what other people would potentially think of i mean that you don't know they're thinking good you don't know they're thinking bad or they're thinking both ways or they could think you know what you did is horrible or other people are like dude it doesn't even matter or no you did a good thing it 
what we put that on ourselves as additional weight. So now we're carrying the weight that, oh my God, this is bad. And then we put the weight, oh my God, what are these people thinking of? And now it's additional weight. And and then if the receiving party feels quote unquote, feels quote unquote bad or whatever or good or it doesn't even matter, but to you, you've offended that that party and you've offended them and now they they that weight of whatever they feel whether it be good whether it be bad whatever they feel you also put that on yourself and and now you have all this weight that you're carrying and you know when you go through this i mean i'm really going very granular into what what happens the next time you potentially feel guilty just just stop stop and observe what am i feeling and then you'll notice that your body is reacting in my case my shoulders feel tight they feel like they're in a knot um i feel a little out of breath um i feel like this really uncomfortable feeling in the pit of my stomach i feel uneasy I feel out of it when people talk to me. I can't really answer. My personality is completely out of whack where I'm normally a uh, outgoing person. I'm a I'm kind of in between an extrovert and an introvert. And in in my in to me personally, what happens is that I I'm just quiet. I just quiet down. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm just going over and over and over and over and over. And I think that when it comes to the guilt, I'm not, um, I'm not immune to that. Like, uh, like we are not immune to that is what I meant to say that we are not, that, that, that just doesn't happen to me. I think that if we feel guilty, no matter what type of personality we are, we're going to, we're just going to overthink the heck out of it. It's just going to make us feel worse. So then what happens? What, how, how do we get over the hump? How do we deal with that? Well, the first thing is to acknowledge that this is an adrenal event. And whatever I, whatever value I put on it is what I'm going to end up reacting and how I'm going to end up feeling about it. So if I feel guilty, uh, if I feel bad, then I'm going to, you know, then, oh, I'm just going to naturally, I would assume... That if you if you feel bad, you're gonna feel guilty. So you have the power to really choose how you're gonna feel about it. It's like anger, you know. Anger is gonna come. We're normal. We're human. We're gonna feel anger. It's a natural human emotion. How we react towards that anger is gonna define, you know, how things are gonna play out. We could explode. And we could do something that is completely out of line, which right there, I mean, I know every event is neutral, but, you know, I, there is a line. <laughs> you know, if you if you do something that, you know, is very offensive, uh, very vindictive, or if you get physical uh, in terms of harming the other person, you know, yeah, of course, every event is neutral. But um, there, there is a fine line between neutral and what's right and what's wrong. 
and doing something like that with malice intent um, is just, in my opinion, it's wrong. So, um, that's the way I see it. So, in minor things, we must acknowledge that every event is neutral. Okay. Um, number one. Number two, I think, is forgiveness. Um, if we feel that we've wronged somebody, immediately, immediately or as soon as possible, address that with the other person and clear the space. That's what I would do. Um, personally, in my opinion, I would clear the space. I'd let that person know that I feel that I've done them wrong and and make sure that, you know, that they know they know that uh, I'm a person of integrity, that I'm a person of um, uh, that has a heart, that their feelings matter, and that um, I feel that I've done them wrong, and I want to do what I can to um, to do right, to do right by them, and not not continue to do that because that's that's not within me. So that's personally what I would do. That has a dual win. That has a double win. Because the person that you feel you have wronged, if they feel, yes, you've wronged me, they will know, one, that you care. That That's the first thing, that you care. And the second thing they'll, they'll realize is that you are a person of integrity. You are a person that loves. That loves. I'm not going to say that loves them but that has the capacity to love because it, it, it's beyond them right now. It's, it's just knowing that you're a person of love, that you are loving, that you are compassionate. Okay. So number one, you know, acknowledge that it's neutral. Number two, if you feel you've wronged somebody, then you immediately address it with that person or persons. And the other effect, like I said, it's a dual win because that person will feel that you care, but you're really doing it for you. Because when you forgive, and it's in that word, for, you're doing it for, and then you give. You're doing it for you and you're doing it for that other person. You're doing it for you and you're doing it for that other person. And then you give. Forgive. You give, you give love, you give compassion. So you forgive, but when you forgive, you forgive yourself. You give yourself love and you let whatever's, whatever that weight is that I discussed earlier, you're releasing it. You're letting it go. It's in your past. You forgive yourself. And you, when you forgive, like I said, and I really stress this, you're really doing it for yourself. So you don't have to carry that weight. You don't have to carry that, oh, oh, why did I do this? You let it go. You process it. You already cleared your space with the person you feel that you've wronged or persons. And now you forgive yourself. You let it go. And by letting it go, I mean that you become at peace with that. To truly let something go is to become at peace with it. To become at peace with the moment, to become at peace with the decision that you made, to become at peace 
And that means that no matter what happened, you're okay with it. No regrets. None whatsoever. That's the end game. That's the goal. You cannot regret it. You accept it. You let it go. You learn from it. Now I know what not to do. And you move forward. That's how I handle guilt. Now here's another thing that's very insightful. And um, I think is, and I actually learned this from the most surprising person. Um, she's, she told me, and this is a family friend, and uh, I really acknowledge her for that. I'm like, really surprised that this came out of her. But it's so insightful. Very beautifully said. The perfection of anything and everybody is in its imperfections. So just think about it. If we come across a moment that we feel guilty about because of X, Y, and Z, the perfection is its imperfection. And life is that way. Nothing is perfect. Nothing, I mean, as much as we'd like things to go to plan, per, uh, you know, per whatever we plan, yeah, we can plan, we can prepare, and things sometimes, yeah, they come out perfectly, as you can say, but sometimes they don't. And those are the times we feel guilty and we beat ourselves up. And like, why didn't this come out perfect? But you know what? If it isn't for those imperfect moments in our lives, then we don't learn so that we can do things better. And that's where peace comes from. You know, that's that's where we become at peace with those things because we look at the grand scheme. We look at the grand scheme. We look at the overall picture. And the overall picture is about the imperfections of life. To make the things that matter perfect. And it's okay. If it's good, if it's bad, it just is. But when it comes to guilt, you know, we just have to become at peace with whatever happened. And ultimately, in the end, um, yeah, good won over evil in The Lion King. And when he found out, yeah, it made Simba very angry that the truth came out that he felt it, you know, he felt he carried this weight, this guilt that was just weighing on him. But he learned that ultimately it wasn't what he thought. And that's what ends up happening when we, you know, when it comes to guilt. Whatever we think that things are made out to be, turns out that it's really not. It could be something totally different. And like I said, the movie goes to an extreme, but it can be brought into our lives on a one-to-one. The things that we feel that we really screwed up on sometimes aren't really that bad or it's really not as bad as we make it up to be in our minds. It just is. And we really beat ourselves up about it. And there's really nothing that would justify or warrant us to beat ourselves up over something that doesn't even really matter in the grand scheme. But it makes us better people. Because we learn from it. Just like uh, Rafiki uh, told Simba, oh, the past can't hurt. But you can learn from it. And that's exactly the, the point of this. You know, learning from it. Don't hang on to guilt. Uh, don't hang on to those feelings. It just doesn't, it doesn't make sense to keep carrying that weight. Um, you know, but I, I, I get it. It can be challenging. It could, it, it could be a hard thing to do, but... You know, it's something that can be done. It's something that can be done. So um, I encourage you to forgive. Forgive, clear space, let go, learn, and we keep moving forward. 
no regrets, no regrets, accept the situation, recognize it, respect it, and move forward, move forward. Thank you. Thank you for listening to uh, this episode about guilt. (laughs) And, um, you know, there's a lot to learn. There's a lot to learn. And there's another, um, just a little spoiler for what's coming ahead. We're going to touch on the Lion King again. Um, also with, um, a little bit of maybe the princess and the frog. Um, so see what lessons we can learn from, uh, those two films. Uh, and thank you so much. I encourage you to subscribe and as always, Hey, peace, love, and Mickey Mouse till next time.